We are CEOs, executives, educators, and professionals from all sectors of society who support the global expansion of betterment in the world through joy and joyly. I'm your host, Cheryl Lynn, founder of the Chair of Joy Experience. Together, we have developed the World Council of Joy, and our council invites CEOs and innovators from impactful organizations to the Joyly podcast. We showcase how generous, bold, and fully engaged they are in their work and what a culture of joy is to them. Good day, everyone. This is Cheryl Lynn on the Joyly Podcast. Once again, today we have David Leach, CEO from Sin7. Very excited to have you here, David, for many, many reasons. How are you today? Thank you for having me. Uh, really nice to meet you, Cheryl. I'm feeling great today. It's uh, 8 a.m. here in New Zealand. 8 a.m. Good morning. Good morning. That's right. And do you have uh, 50 degrees? I looked it up. So it's a gorgeous uh, day getting started here in September. Yeah, we're, we're in springtime and it is. It's beautiful. Good for you. It's funny. I not too long ago I did a uh, I did a search on uh, global trans the best places to live. Right, global transparency, climate change, um, equality, spirituality, cost of living, and New, New Zealand was number three. It, it's a great place to live. I'm actually <laughs> from Australia, but I, I've been here since 2006, uh, and I've lived in London and Los Angeles as well, and I do love it here. It's it's like a, during COVID times, especially, it's like having a castle with a moat around us, this big ocean around us, even with sharks in the, in the moat. Uh, and we've got the drawbridge up, unfortunately, uh, with, with COVID times happening. But uh, we're all happy and healthy here and we do uh, live in a beautiful country. Good. Well, what a pleasure to meet you and have you all the way in uh, our podcast today from around the world. So I um, I decided to call this episode an expert in people leadership because it kept popping up in your bio. And uh, I feel like I feel like the difference between you and many other leaders in the world um, is you have this thing down. So I'm going to get to my first question. Are you ready? Okay. Hope I live up to expectations. Let's go. All right. So my question, my first question is, um, and then we'll get in a little bit more to your bio. I want to get into all of that, but I want to kind of set the stage for what's happening today on our Joyly podcast. So you said that you are growing super quickly at Sin7. So you're hiring true people person, the true people person to be your energetic global senior HR business partner based in Auckland. So tell me who developed that title and what that means to you? We, we work on some of our job titles together, but we're like a modern, young and fast growing software company. Uh, so we're, we're looking to appeal to uh, the less formal people. Like we don't wear uh, shirts and ties most of the time. This is dressed up for me, actually. Like even though I'm the CEO, I'm a t-shirt wearing, uh, jeans wearing guy. Uh, and uh, some of our team would probably wear jandals or they call jandals in New Zealand, but thongs um, to work. Yeah, so I think that's uh, why we're looking for that sort of person uh, that can bring a lot of energy and bring themselves to work. I, I just want to give you a quick uh, quote that I found um, in relationship to that. And that is, remember that the greatest gift you can give the world is your presence. Working on the energy you emit to other people and to the world elevates the consciousness of humanity. So I just want to thank you for being that person in, in corporate America or, or, or corporate business in general. And uh, 
and for raising the energy and the vibration of joy or living joyly as what we're doing here on, on uh, the Living Joyly podcast. So amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do think energy spreads, uh, positive energy spreads, unfortunately, negative energy spreads as well. But yeah, it's the job of a leader sometimes to create the energy because in, internally in a company, it, it has to come from within. Otherwise, where else does it come from? Um, I get my energy often from our customers. I really enjoy our customers and conversations with them and learning about their business and their customers. Uh, and that that's a sort of try to uh, develop energy inside me. And then I like pass that around uh, and fire people up. Mm. Pretty amazing. You've been called a high potential leader. Where did that come from and by whom and why you? Oh, high potential leader. Um, Probably I've, I've always worked in fast growing companies um, and I've climbed the ranks from like I was a software developer in my 20s and I've just sort of climbed the ranks horizontally going into services roles, support roles, uh, sales roles and slowly getting up into people leader roles. My first people leadership role was about 10 years ago uh, and I think it's probably a life of learning is one reason why that label might come up. Um, and I'm reasonably savvy on tech, like the tools you use. And uh, there's, there's, a, there's a concept I have of disciplines in the workplace of how to become a great employee, not just a great leader, but how to be a great employee by having these uh, set of disciplines. Um, not dissimilar to like an analogy I would use would be the karate kid actually uh, in how you have this discipline of, of uh, painting the fence if you remember the movie uh, and how the rhythm of that like practicing that helps you become a really great um, person in karate and can you know, win competitions and things. So the equivalent of that in the workplace, something really basic um, would be like your typing speed. And learning the disciplines of some real basics like that, get really good at typing, get really good at writing emails, um, get really good with your spelling and grammar and things. These are, these are basics, but these would be the things that for those people listening in their younger years, uh, those are the things to work on and get right. And then it'll carry you uh, through to have a really great career. That's amazing. That's really good advice. So were you, a, are you a karate kid? Uh, have you have been watching yeah. the, the, re, the remake um, not too long ago? I'm, like, uh, I'm a fan of Karate Kid. Like, I'm a typical uh, boy, really. Like, I love Marvel, love DC Universe. Uh, we've got little bits of our office at work themed around Marvel, actually. There's a little bit of fun around the office on the walls. Um, yeah, we've really had fun with the, with the business here. Um, and that's, that's partly what I do, uh, watch those sorts of things outside of work. Mm. <laughs> Well, you seem like a fun guy to have around. So <laughs> I just want to welcome Brenda, Sonny, and a bunch of others here that are watching on our live stream. We're, we're new to live streaming. Um, we've been podcasting now for over a year, but this is fun to um, start this, this piece as well. So um, let's get into a little bit about your business, your background, kind of what you're doing. And then I would love to get into uh, the Chair of Joy experience, which is a thing that we're taking around the country and having executives sit in all over the place. And I'd love to get your interest or your feedback on it, if you don't mind. Yes, sure. Uh, the chair of joy. Is that the chair that you're sitting on? It looks like a lovely chair. 
It is. And I'll get into that in just a minute. I've carried <laughs> around. Great. I've been to 35 cities so far and about 600 people have sat in it. And um, we're just getting warmed up with the whole Chair of Joy ecosystem. But um, as far as you go, David, you're an engineer, right? That's kind of where you started your, your career yes, in sure. software business. And so today you are with Sin7 as a CEO of fast-growing global software company, having lived in Sydney, Los Angeles, and now New Zealand. You have a global perspective on business and a u- unique mix of experience and knowledge. Um, you've done a lot of work with the various companies, EasyVet, Curious, Orion Health. I have a question when it comes to Orion Health. They pegged you as the board for Precision Driven Health, a $38 million, uh, public provider research partnership company to promote the era of precision driven healthcare. What specifically does that mean and what was your role? So Orion Health is a a great global software company as well, and they have this vision around healthier populations and uh, using technology to prevent illness and disease, you know, to create healthier populations. And so precision-driven health is the future of that. Now that there's technology around with big data and analytics, machine learning, you can actually digitize the human person. Um, so you can monitor the body and you can actually get a lot more out of the human body in noughts and ones um, you know, in, into the computer and you can analyze that at scale across populations. And then you can actually use it to diagnose people to predict um, health outcomes, literally like predictive analytics on someone's future health uh, based on a whole lot of data. Like that's where some of the health industry is going and some of this work in precision-driven health that Orion's working on is very cutting edge. That's pretty incredible. Um, and so what skills did you take from that to Sin7 and specifically tell everybody that, you, you know, what that is, what you're doing now? I, I have developed some skills in big data and analytics in a, in a modern sense. But I think the biggest skills is governance aspect of being on that board and learning, like rounding myself out as I got a little bit older, I've lost a little bit of hair. Um, <laughs> I'm actually a, probably a better listener now than I was sort of 10 years ago. I think um, I'm a little calmer um, as, as she goes in terms of uh, not a lot rocks my boat in terms of challenges that pop up every now and then. And I think I'm a better coach than I used to be for my direct reports. And so I've learned a lot about governance because as a CEO, there's an element of governance as well, like not being a micromanager, but being there for your people. And actually, um, I've learned a lot about developing teams. And that's been one of the real joys, um, thinking about this word joy. At Sin7, I think we've built a great, strong team and we've really bonded. And I haven't had a lot of that before in earlier careers. A lot of uh, companies, unfortunately, have a little bit of dysfunction in the organization. And so we've been able to work on organizational health, uh, build this strong team, and we have each other's backs. We play in position, all the similar concepts to a sporting team, really. Um, And it's been fun. Yeah. That's awesome. And what's your biggest challenge right now with everything going on in the world? With our business, uh, COVID has not been a challenge. I'm just we're fortunate. I can't say it's um, my talents. It's just uh, the way it is. Like our customers are in this e-commerce field, and so we've done really well, and so have our customers. So that's not a big challenge for us. I think what the challenge is for us is um, things like retaining our staff is interesting and, and attracting new staff because um, here in New Zealand, for example, the borders are shut because of COVID. So there is an indirect side effect of COVID that with the borders shut, there's a, a supply shortage. And in my reading, this is happening around the world. 
there's also been this, um, there's articles called the Great Resignation, uh, where people have kept their jobs during COVID, but now with COVID sort of starting to move to a new phase, there's, there's people looking to move on and actually rethinking their life even, you know, really wanting to live in a different part of the world and uh, maybe slow down a little bit um, or work from home full time, those sorts of things. So we're navigating that is difficult. The other challenge for us, it's a positive challenge, is our growing pains. Uh, we are growing really quickly. Uh, so growing safely and with sanity um, is a big part of our focus as well. Yeah. That's really exciting. Congratulations on your success. So could you name or just call, I don't know if you can call it a client, but someone who you're working with and a, and a quick success story, someone who maybe, you know, didn't yeah, really yeah. have their, their data-driven, you know, techniques in place and, and what they're doing now. Yeah, so I had a conversation a couple of weeks ago with one of our customers, is Megan Fabulous, a great business. They're based in California. You could look them up. Uh, they're, they're a fashion business. They have um, dresses for women and they have another secondary brand that they're building as well. Uh, so they, they're like a modern-day product seller. They, they sell on lots of different sales channels like Amazon and other channels online. They have their own .com website as well with, with their shop front. Um, and then they have these uh, technical integrations. I'm going to try not to go too technical on you, but they have these other integrations so they can sell their fashion products in stores. And it's a digital exchange between the store and themselves for buying and selling goods. And then they, um, they advertise on Facebook ads, uh, Google ads. Um, they have uh, nearly 100,000 followers on Instagram. So when I think about all of that, Megan, uh, Megan Fabulous is a great example of what I say is, I describe as a modern product seller um, or a next generation product seller. Like they're really savvy. Um, yeah, they, they've navigated this digital world really well and the use of all the um, tools out there to sell their products and grow their business in the modern world. And how are people finding you? Is it word of mouth? Are you doing a lot of, you know, technical driven marketing campaigns yourself or how are people finding you? So uh, uh, very, we're very digital and modern ourselves. I can't say we've got many Instagram followers. Please, please um, like us <laughs> on Instagram and, and that we could do with you uh, following us, please. Um, that's not how we do business, really. It's more for us. It's not a social media thing. Uh, we've, we're on a lot of review sites. You may have heard of Captera. G2 Crowd, uh, and there's a number of others that people find us on those review sites. Uh, we, we focus on mid-market and down. We're not in this enterprise game of like big business and million-dollar deals. We're smaller size deals, but thousands of customers. And then also uh, for us, we do Facebook ads, Google ads. And on top of that, SEO is a big focus, the search engine optimization with our website. Yeah. Very good. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, so now I'd like to jump into the chair of joy and then we'll circle back um, to some uh, questions for, for wrapping up. So the, my, our company name is Joyly, right? So we're living joyly. We're not joyly or, or happily ever after, but how do we live scientifically raising the level of consciousness and living joyly? So an extension of just the word joy. I think the mind is really the control center of the body. Would you agree? Yes. Yes, absolutely it is. Yeah, and having a little bit of the discipline word comes to mind, like um, a little bit of discipline so the mind controls the body, not the 
Right. The, the status of this center affects 100% of our function, both spiritual and health-wise. And so if that's true, then why why often is living joyly on the back burner or something, some of the fun and some of the experience that you talked about, really one of the things that's put off, uh, you think? And I don't think so much in your company, but in general, what would you say to a corporation or executives that are listening in today about how important that is? I, I could answer this in a few different directions, uh, but uh, what comes to mind is it's really important these days. I love what you're doing. The The idea of spreading joy and making workplaces a happier workplace is really good. I think it's really important to focus on organizational health. It's foundational. People see what happens at the exec layer and the senior leadership layer, and you need a team, like a functional team. A trust is really important all of these things, but equally like mental health, I think is is on the rise. And I think that's something, unfortunately, although I'm in the technical field, I've, on my opinion is technology has contributed to that, like the speeding up of the world. People aren't slowing down. They don't have the time for reflection. They have less time for, for exercise and less time to sit in the sun and read a book kind of thing. Yeah. So I just did 10 miles on my bike today. How about you? What did oh, you do? Awesome. Well, <laughs> I got up at 5.30 a.m. and did a five-kilometer run. So okay. that was good in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> so not, not quite 10K. You're beating me so far, Cheryl. Well, that's okay. My point is, is that, you know, we can sit at the computer all day long or we can make conscious decisions like we just talked about, about how to put our spiritual, you know, mind, body and, and uh, you know, health on the front burner. So just to uh, further that a little bit, um, I think it's important then and why we're doing what we're, we're doing to give people a reason or a tool to get us off autopilot and get our mind drawn back into the productive positivity mm -hmm. with using the law of attraction. So my my job today with you, um, David, I would love to have you push press some buttons of optimism, inspiration, and start firing up some joy. And uh, we're going to do that awesome. with a chair of joy. So here we go. Finally, a better way to hold your phone. Introducing Steady Straps. Made here in the USA, Steady Straps are high quality, flexible straps that adjust to hold virtually any phone comfortably and securely. Steady Straps are washable and come in a wide range of colors and styles. See them all at SteadyStraps.com because they're so visible, they're the perfect promotional item to advertise your company message or logo. Learn more at SteadyStraps.com. That's SteadyStraps.com. Here we go. This is not a closed eye experience. We do it in corporate all over the place. So we don't need to, you know, tap into the whole meditation principles and woo woo kind of thing. So here's what I want you to do. Just put your feet on the ground and imagine your whole okay. team doing this too, not just you yeah. and me, but put your feet on the ground. And I want you to see if you can think about for a second where, if you could point to a chair of joy, if you're in your office or in your home, where would your chair of joy be? Just could you call it out for me? If you could go sit down quietly yeah. somewhere, where would that be? For me, it'd be in our backyard. Um, and I literally did this. I had a chair right right in the backyard just by the garden. It's a quiet spot. The sun was out. I was I sat there most days just in my quick short lunch break. Uh, um, yeah, just to sit and enjoy the sun and be amongst the, the garden there. That's awesome. Are you at home these days as well? Yeah, we're in lockdown right now. Uh, oh, okay. we've, gone, we've, we've done really well as a country, but with this Delta variant, it's hit us again. So very strict lockdown. Yeah. So okay. I am at home right now. 
Mm. Good to know. So imagine that you're sitting in your chair of joy and everyone else in your corporation is also sitting in their chair of joy and we're all doing this together. So it's very simple. I just tell people if your feet are on the ground and you can look around and see what you see and hear what you hear for more than 10 or 15 seconds, you're probably already in a meditative state. This is the silence mode, right? This is the this is an opportunity for us to just close this and um, let the let our ears do some listening. So if you could name one thing that you're seeing in your chair of joy what could you actually see physically see the garden okay um, and the sky and the clouds yeah and what do you hear the birds uh yeah we have a lot of nice birds around here um so that's mostly what i'd hear sounds beautiful 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 and then i always like to give an analogy when eighty thousand thoughts are popping in and out of our head all day long um think of them as fish like take a deep breath right now and just kind of let the fish start swimming underneath the water. And it's like, ah, let them solve some of the issues and maybe produce some inspiration for some additional outcome. And maybe us running so fast, maybe that would help a little bit. And the second part is really fun. One more deep breath. So I like to say an ocean wave breath in. So six seconds in, six seconds out. And I want to see if, uh, David, you can tap into one of your most joyful moments of your life. So when things were kind of all working out for you and you were feeling really great, first thing that comes to mind, it could be simple this morning or when you were a little guy or anywhere in between. It's a great question. I, I think um, it would be in the South Island of New Zealand last summer. Uh, we did a really long ride with our kids. We tend to do these very active family trips. I've got three kids. And so my wife and our three kids are uh, doing this long ride. And then yeah, middle of the day, the sun's out. There's beautiful snow-capped mountains around us, no other people around. And it's a 300-kilometer ride over five or six days. And, yeah, that, that was really awesome, really special. And how long ago was that? Just a year ago. Very cool, very cool. Yeah. All right. And one more. So just let that memory kind of resonate from your head to your toe as you're sitting quietly in your chair of joy and think of the kids and the long ride and the snow-capped mountains and, you know, just fa finally taking some time to get away. And then one more deep breath in, another time and another place. Could have been this morning, could have been a long time ago, but when things were just really working out for you, something come to mind? Yeah, I think some, if I was doing something work-related, um, yeah, a moment like when I was up in uh, Boulder, for example, just before COVID hit, spending time with our US team up there that we had just uh, hired um, and having a good time after work over a couple of beers and dinner together. Yeah. Boulder, Colorado? Yes, Boulder, oh, Colorado. I love it. Our, our US head office is in Denver and our, we're owned by a private equity firm based in Boulder. Yep. Very cool. That's really exciting. I love Colorado. In fact, I just got our headquarters in Centennial, Ohio, in Colorado. So, Centennial, Colorado. Excellent. So, okay. All right. Also, let those uh, let that moment kind of resonate from your head to your toe. Being in the USA, Colorado, Boulder, good time, dinner, beers with the people that are serving each other. So amazing. If you could come up with one connecting word to connect both of those memories. So the snow-capped mountain and the dinner with uh, your colleagues, what word would you give it? Meaning, I think, because there were meaningful sort of moments with people. And they, this is what these, these are memories that we're creating. Really, as a dad, this is something I reflect on. You don't have your children with you for very long. I was just going to say, work doesn't need to be a lot different, right? You're creating memories, 
at work with the people that you're with. And yeah, I like to try to create memories for our team with our social events and things. It's not very difficult, is it? No, it's not <laughs> actually very difficult. It's meaningful and purposeful is what I hear that uh, it makes sense to you to, do, to take time for these kinds of things. So yes. you, and, you are going to put meaningful, this powerful word that means um, living joyly to you are living joyly when you're um, doing meaningful events and things. So if you could put this, uh, encapsulate this, this concept of meaningful in a container, put it in a container and make your intangible feeling tangible, what would that container look like? Mm. Mm. Tough ones today, right? Question. It is. <laughs> so a container full of meaningful. Yes. Um, photos. Like um, we created a photo wall, a fun photo wall at work um, a couple of months ago that just shows off a whole bunch of fun photos and let the team pick what photos they want to put up. And it's like that thing full of photos um, of different moments um, that you could pull out and have a look at. That is so powerful. All right, you and me are going on a quick trip. Let's go to uh, Colorado since that's where all your colleagues are. And we're getting off uh, <laughs> the airplane and there's a thousand uh, different executives from all over the world standing there. They don't get this thing that you're talking about. You are rare. Like I get why they called you out as a high potential leader and that you're, you're, you're driving your teams um, by being, you know, putting people first. So what would you say to them? Because they don't get what it is that you're doing. Um, I think what would I say to them is have a think about what's the legacy they're trying to leave behind uh, in their job. So uh, one one of the things I think about in what I'm trying to build is a great company, great culture, and we've still got work to do. But trying to see, I, I've had a really great work life in my younger years and have been in fast growing companies and I've got these amazing memories. Um, Orion Health is one of those companies. Um, amazing Christmas parties, amazing trips around the world, and things. And I think as a now that I'm in this sort of leadership role, a key leader for the business, I'd like to try to create these moments for the team um, so that they have memories. And so, since Seven's like a special time in their career, and it's yeah, you know, they can build their career here and be successful work-wise, but they actually connect with people, they build relationships, and they they build memories. That's very forthright of you. I, I can see that they are going to be a bunch of very lucky human beings. So I'm just curious, um, what we did was basically that last part was what most CEOs say out loud that they have to hear themselves is like, oh, yeah, I didn't think of that, that maybe I should, you know, and that kind of thing. So, but you are, you know, way ahead of the game by doing what it is that you're doing and your team gets to benefit from it. So um, feedback, I'm just looking for feedback on the Chair of Joy. What if all of your uh, employees and teams did this a couple of times a day where maybe you don't have to spend a bunch of, bunch of money and create new memories, but to actually tap into what's already there? Um, how do you think that might affect productivity and outcomes and, you know, even retention and, you know, production? What do you think? Oh, I think it would show them that we care. I think it would help them slow down for different moments to to reflect and yeah I think they would focus more I think it would improve their concentration so when they do work there's an intensity to it so they don't have the distraction you know noise that's going on in their head I think their mental health uh, can improve and that can improve productivity and things so yeah a number of benefits uh, I would have thought I like yeah. the idea we push one-on-ones like we we really um, ask our leaders to do a fortnightly one-on-one -on -one with the team and we, we don't want them to be operational conversations. It's a conversation about the person 
So it's like injecting a little bit of this into those one-on-ones is the sort of thing we could do. I know that's not every day, but yeah, it's the, it's the practical kind of thing we could um, be thinking about doing. Mm. So would you say that you, you raise the vibration of this emotion called joy in your body today? Yes. Yes, it's yeah. been a great conversation. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, and I'm just still in the in the in the um, conversation with everyone about what that could do for an entire team if we did it. So I appreciate your feedback on that. So back to Sin Seven. Is there something that we need to know, or somewhere to find you, or how can we best work with you? Well, um, if you've seen Shark Tank, uh, some of those businesses have joined us as customers. Uh, Tipsy Elves, you know, the funny Christmas sweaters, have you heard of them? Mm-hmm. They're one of our customers. They're a customer. Um, so so um, we're the software behind those businesses and those fun products. So what we're all about is getting these fun products that customers love out there and all over the world. So we're helping a business like Tipsy Elves sell their products on lots of different sales channels uh, 24-7 and helping them keep up with all those orders so they can deliver them uh, to all their customers. So that's that's what we do. Um, for us, it's exciting Like because I'm a software guy. That may be less exciting for some, but the, the cool part is all those fun products like there's chocolate companies, um, beer companies, uh, fashion companies, like I said, Megan Fabulous, um, a, a wide range, electronics companies. Uh, and they, we're, we're behind them. We're powering their success uh, by them using our platform. Tis the season, right? It's coming up not only is the holiday season oh, coming, yeah. but this is just the way we live now, right? And I can see how yes. beneficial and productive your uh, software would be for so many. Uh, so is there a size of a company that would benefit one way or the other? Yeah, for us, the sweet spot is uh, businesses that do between 20 mil and 300 mil, that kind of range. We still take customers smaller than that and customers larger than that. The sweet spot's also when they're selling on more than one channel, uh, Mm. more than one sales channel, not just Amazon, but they're selling inside Macy's as well and they sell on their own .com website and they might be on Walmart too. Um, Yeah, so that's that's what we do. We're, We're proud of what we've built so far, really excited about the future potential of our business as well. And we're working hard to grow our brand. So hopefully uh, people will see Sin7 more and more. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, David. I appreciate that uh, you are giving so many amazing experiences to your team and, you know, to your customers. And um, I appreciate the fact that you sat through the Chair of Joy experience. And uh, I think it was really fun to hear your personal story about your kids and you know, what That's gives great. you joy and how you uh, interact with your team. So, Well, Cheryl, what you're doing is really great. There's not enough joy in the world. Uh, and, yeah, it's awesome. So thank you. Thank you for um, inviting me to this. And thanks for spreading joy. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.